Hey guys, welcome to Give Me Five, your daily gaming news show where I do the research so you don't have to. Today is Friday, November 17th. I'm your host, Steve Bishop, of course, and today we're actually going to be talking about, of course, the really big news, uh, the Battlefront 2 stuff that's going on, as well as Final Fantasy XV's multiplayer, and uh, to top it all off, of course, we're going to be talking about the Golden Joystick Awards. So, uh, like I said, kind of just jumping right in with the Battlefront 2 news, um, if you haven't already heard, basically what happened was Battlefront 2 and EA were catching a whole ton of flack really just because they were allowing for microtransactions to give people an advantage early on in the game and the player base themselves were not having it. So what ended up happening was they said, hey, 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 don't worry, we'll be okay. We just need to uh, make it so that only a little bit of it is pay to pay to win. Well, that didn't go over well. And when they even came out and said that, hey, so the you know 40 hours of gameplay that you say that you you have to do in order to unlock a character, that actually gives you sort of this feeling of accomplishment. That was the highest, or I guess the lowest, uh, the most downvoted thread on Reddit. If at all, I think I think it was of all time, but if not, it was for over a very, very long period of time. Remember, that's the number of downvotes plus the number of upvotes. So it was pretty bad. It was over 200,000 downvotes uh, a couple days ago. Well, at this point in time, really what's happening is EA came out and said, we're turning off all of the crystal microtransactions. So the game leading up to launch, they announced this yesterday and said, we apologize essentially for having you guys feel like we're allowing for pay to win in this game and so there was some controversy over whether or not disney actually stepped in and said we're not going to have this but that story is still sort of evolving and we're going to get updates on that now point being ea has turned off all microtransactions entirely for the time being and they did say that they will add it back in uh, what happens is you can pay for crystals, crystals you can use as in-game currency to buy characters or to unlock loot boxes, loot crates, that sort of stuff. Well, they've turned it off and they said that they will add it back in later on down the road, but they first have to make sure that they're going to be able to change it and adjust it so that it works best for the system. I don't want it back. I don't know what they're going to do though. They did say that they're going to be listening more and they're going to be producing some updates and some more information for the community on their blog so we'll see how that goes now the next story that we've got though is going to revolve around final fantasy so final fantasy 15 if you've enjoyed the de the not the demos but the um the dlc rather so far they've had the uh, episodes for each of the the other characters that were on noctis's team and final fantasy 15 comrades the multiplayer version of the game has finally come out the reviews are very 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 new so bear in mind even though when you're looking it up some of them especially including metacritic are mixed are very mixed reviews um we still haven't had a whole lot of opportunity to see the game play out what i have heard so far from people that have played many 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 hours into it they've said that basically what happens is you start off with a couple quests kind of playing through and have the opportunity to play with either AI if you don't have PlayStation Plus or you can meet up with random people playing in the game. So you will eventually be able to play with 
Noctis and the other characters in the game, but you start off with your own avatar that you create and you get to make some really cool stuff and people have already done that, making some really cool characters in the game. And when you play through, you get to play very similar quests to what you've already done in the first game, or in the original game rather. And when you actually go through and get different weapons, you have a lot of a lot of different choices in whether or not you want to have a spear like halberd or a lance or or a sword or a crossbow and a lot of different weapons and then Sid can actually augment the weapons that you have so it's bringing back a lot of the same really great feelings that we've got from the combat system and the weapons and the progression in the game especially because you can earn sigils that give you all the or very similar abilities to what Noctis had in the game now that being said I'm not entirely sure whether or not it's going to get better reviews or what the end game of that is going to look like, but we'll see more once we have uh, the chance to kind of let that play out. Now, the very last story that I've got for you guys, and I apologize, I did go over the time uh, so far today, but I wanted to get all this news out. We have the Golden Joystick Awards. So, I actually heard someone on Twitch, on Twitch, on Twitter rather, talking about what they thought was going to be the number one game and Zelda Breath of the Wild was sort of a unanimous choice so here's the thing Zelda Breath of the Wild definitely did really well this year so the Golden Joystick Awards um, for 2017 kind of lists off a lot of different types of uh, genres so for instance we have best storytelling best visual design best audio best indie game and I want to read off some of the ones that were most intriguing and the coolest for me so starting us off best storytelling went to Horizon Zero Dawn I really wish I had played this game it was for PS4 and I just never got around to playing it getting to that one to getting to recording so uh, maybe I'll get to that one at some point but the best storytelling went to Heroes or Horizon Zero Dawn um, next was best visual design and that went to Cuphead and that makes sense I mean there's so many people that really love the way that the artwork is drawn out and it took years to make so of course it's gonna win best visual design but best audio went to the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild now this isn't the first time or sorry this isn't the last time you're gonna hear of Breath of the Wild but this was of course a really great one because of the different soundtracks that were in there um, best gaming performance sponsored by the Sun uh, was Ashley Birch from Horizon Zero Dawn. Best indie game in collaboration with Square Enix Collective. I thought this was really cool. The best indie game went to Friday the 13th for the game. So, very enjoyable. In fact, if you so happen to want to see some funny gameplay footage, uh, you can actually jump onto our YouTube channel. And we've got some pretty cool stuff there. And realistically, it was a hilarious game to play. It was terrifying but so much fun to play with friends i definitely support that one uh studio of the year nintendo epd uh best multiplayer game sponsored by gt omega player unknowns battlegrounds pubg of course uh, best vr game went to resident evil 7 biohazard and i think the only reason why that makes any sense is because there really wasn't any competition it wasn't fair it was like saying like lebron james uh, beat out all the kids that were in middle school like of course he had zero competition so it's kind of the same thing here with VR um, outside of that we do have best streamer and broadcaster which was Markiplier Markiplier is a hilarious guy so I get that but I don't know if there are any up-and-coming streamers or broadcasters that are 
in that same realm. Now, Nintendo Game of the Year was a very, very dumb moment. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild once again. And then Critics' Choice Award. Guess what? The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. And then, oh, hey, Ultimate Game of the Year. Guess what? The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Like I said, that's not the last time you're going to hear from them. And it was a phenomenal game, so I support that entirely. But the most wanted award went to The Last of Us Part 2. And that's where I want to leave off. I'm so, so, so excited for The Last of Us Part 2 that I think if that one had come out this year, it definitely would have been in the runnings for uh, potentially Ultimate Game of the Year because, I mean, I'm just a Naughty Dog fan. And, of course, it probably would have beaten out Best Storytelling because... Once again, Last of Us was one of the best stories of its time. So, and of course, they do a great job with all of the other games that they make, like Uncharted. So, uh, we'll see if that one wins the Golden Joystick Award for 2018, 2019, whenever that guy comes out. Um, but thanks again, guys, for listening. If you uh, have any comments on which game you think should have won one of these awards, um, or if you, you know, maybe if you agree, hit me up on here on anchor with a call-in or a comment um and we'll keep that conversation going otherwise you can find us on twitter um it'd be at give me five podcast and uh if you want to see all of our banter episodes you can check us out on our website at uh it'll be give me five podcast.com once again thank you guys for listening and i'll see you next time